Welcome, everybody, to Locked On Blazers on the Locked On Network, a show David Locke himself calls a basketball show. Direct quote. Laden with humor and insights. That's what you lobsters are getting. I'm your host, Seth Johnston. It is November 6th, 2017. Um, Halloween is over in the stores. It's all about Thanksgiving now. Uh, The turkeys are coming out. It's a little colder. And the Blazers are feeling pretty good after beating the Oklahoma City last night in a really tough game at home, 99-103. to uh, A lot of encouraging things from the game that we'll talk about, and we'll also talk about some other big stuff uh, going on in the league, and then whatever tangents I come up with. Um, I got to laden it, you know? Sometimes sometimes you got to laden. Uh, the, the game against the Thunder, very entertaining game. Uh, back and forth the whole way, a lot of clutch buckets on both sides. The, the Thunder are really, uh, are really something with the big three, uh, and of course Carmelo got ejected in the third quarter um, after a flagrant two was called against him when he drove to the rim and hit Nurk with an elbow. Uh, the replays, it didn't look so bad uh, on the replays, but Carmelo was gone. The Blazers uh, won, won the game. Um, but the Thunder are a little shocking to watch. I actually think that considering how big those new pieces are, Paul George, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, I, they seem ahead of schedule to me. I would think that, you know, less than 10 games in, the Oklahoma City Thunder wouldn't look uh, as good as I thought they looked tonight, really. And it's having three players like that is crazy. You'd see possessions where the Blazers play really good defense. The ball gets moved around, fi- finally finds someone open. And that open guy on the weak side was Paul George. I think that's really formidable, you know. And for whatever reason, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not Mr. Uh, Thunder uh, Stalker, but they're they're second in the NBA in defensive rating. And you got to think the offense is only going to get better from where it already is with these three guys. Um, the Thunder are a scary team this year. One one of the very scariest of teams, I'd say, in the West. And you know, the concern. I heard from some people maybe is that Westbrook just wouldn't want to share. Uh, But, I mean, he's taken a career low. He took 25 shots against the Blazers. But uh, on the season, he's averaging a pretty low number of attempts for his career, like the second fewest since since he was 21 years old or something like that. So Westbrook seems very willing and happy to to spread the ball around. Um, Against the Blazers, he didn't look like he was holding it or, you know, thinking about it or forcing things really at all. He just, they just looked like a really good team. Um, and the, the mellow getting ejected was, uh, was a good, a good break, uh, for the Blazers. Um, very optimistic for the Blazers tonight was, uh, Nurkic had a really good game shooting 11 for 15, 25 points, eight rebounds, three steals, two blocks, which were big blocks on Westbrook. Um, Nurkic didn't, didn't look hesitant at all. Uh, like we'd seen earlier this season, he just looked like he was in attack mode, uh, a lot like the Nurk from last season, but of course thinner. Uh, so extremely encouraging uh, Nurkic results. And my favorite Nurk moment was uh, he subbed out with about 20 seconds left in the game. The game was still tight. The Blazers were up a, li- a little bit, and Damian Lillard was at the line to ice the game. And, and Nurk walking to the bench taps his wrist like Lillard time. So it seems like the Blazers tonight, tough, having fun. Uh, just a really good... Really good game back and forth. And Lillard had another uh, great night, uh, 36 points and 13 assists. And he was very, very clutch 
uh, down the stretch again, which, I mean, the Blazers' formula, it seems like to me, is to just stay in the game and get it close enough for Lillard to win it at the end. I'm sure they'd rather, you know, just be comfortably ahead all night and not have to have a, a, a heroic performance again. Um, but they'll take it uh, pretty good. It felt it was a feel-good night. You know, uh, rookie watch, uh, Collins didn't get in the game, but Swanigan had, you know, played 14 minutes, had some nice moments uh, in the first half. Um, and the Blazers, be, you know, besides that and uh, Ed Davis having some nice moments, the Blazers really didn't get much out of their bench tonight. Um, you know, Evan Turner shot one for six. Uh, the Blazers bench only scored 13 points total. So tonight it really was the big three uh, being stars that won the Blazers the game, which I thought, hey, that's kind of cool. Um, and you just hope that, you know, the bench comes along too. And and maybe one day, sometime during the season, the Blazers bench and the big three stars will all click uh, in the same games and the Blazers will uh, be uh, NBA champions. Why not? Why not? Uh, a fun detail for this game to me was Blazers fans still booing Raymond Felton. Uh, hasn't played for the team since 2012. You know, he wasn't great here. He, a bad situation for him. Uh, a bad, you know, the the fans really turned on him. And it's it's uh, five years later. And, and Felton also, I think he might be one of those players that uh, plays better when fans are booing him. Uh, he really seemed locked in tonight against the Blazers. He ended up shooting 7 for 11 uh, with 15 points uh, <laughs> in this game. Uh, we woke up Raymond Felton and gave him an excuse to try. And I, I just I don't know if it's worth it, Blazers fans, to continue to boo this man <laughs> uh, so that he just plays better than uh, he would anyways. Another surprising detail I found out tonight uh, on a cutaway was that Nick Collison... Uh, of the Oklahoma City Thunder is still Nick Collison of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I thought, I haven't seen Nick Collison, it feels like, for 20 years, but he's still in the league. At He's 37 years old, which, he, like, 37 years old for a player that is, was, is not really, uh, was, how do I want to say this? Usually players who make it to 37 are, you know, all-star kind of powerhouses or, you know, really good starters that are kind of maybe underappreciated, which maybe Nick Carlson is. I don't know. Maybe I haven't paid enough attention to him in recent years. Uh, Maybe he's the Andre Miller of power forwards. Is that right? Uh, It sounds like a stretch to me. Um, Let's come back and think about that one. Or maybe some mysteries are just left to be unresolved. I don't know. Uh, the Blazers uh, <laughs> turn right around. This is life in the Western Conference. Tough game against Oklahoma City. Then tomorrow, uh, the Memphis Grizzly Grizzlies are in town. I almost call them the Grizzlies sometimes, like singular. Like the Orlando Magic. The Memphis Grizzly. It's just one bear. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But the Grizzlies are in town. The Grizzlies are always tough. I'm not even sure how they keep doing it, really. They're 6-4. and four. They just lost a, a really tough game uh, to the Lakers, um, which, you know, Conley Gasol and then uh, Dylan Brooks in the starting lineup, the Oregon Duck 
uh, hero is starting for the Grizzlies. He played really well in the Lakers. He, he made some big plays in the clutch. He finished with 13 points, shooting four of six. So um, a bit of a homecoming for, for Dylan Brooks uh, in Portland. Uh, if you Homecoming-ish. I don't know if it's really a one-to-one, but I did see he's doing an appearance at a local bar <laughs> signing autographs. So, you know, he's getting some of that local local celebrity money while he's in town. Good for Dylan Brooks. Uh, you know, good for him. Uh, and then and then the Blazers don't play again until Friday when the Nets are in town. But the Nets, so normally at this point uh, we'd be excited. Uh, the Nets are in town. That's like a night off, right? Uh, playing the Nets, but they've been surprisingly uh, kind of competitive. I know they're th- they're three and six, and they've been getting blown out a lot lately. But the 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 Nets, uh, they got a little more uh, toughness in their you know they they have no reason to tank since they're giving their draft pick away. So you know obviously they're trying to keep it under the salary cap. But uh, you know D'Angelo Russell's playing great. Uh, you know, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, it seems like he's made a leap forward. Uh, the Nets are kind of fun, and, you know, they not kind of fun. They are fun. D'Angelo Russell has ice in his veins. That's always a good time. And this is Alan Crabb's uh, return to Portland, which will be met with, what do you think, uh, a smattering of applause um, <laughs> when Alan Crabb uh, comes onto the floor. A smattering? I'm going to say a smattering. Um, no booze, really. The Blazers fans did start to turn on Alan Crabb last season, um, you know, with the defense and the, you know, not really seeming like he was taking a step forward. But, I mean, he had a good season. He, I, The defense thing, people, a lot of people have said that he wasn't really trying on defense. I I don't know. Uh, I don't even know what that, what trying on defense looks like, <laughs> I think, at the NBA level. Uh, they Everybody seems to be trying very hard to me. But he was like a, a great jump shooter for the Blazers last year, and you know, giving him giving him away to the Nets, um, essentially, it's I guess a rotation and salary cap move, um, probably more salary cap, uh, I would assume. Um, but you know, Crab has not been playing great for the Nets. He's definitely had some good games, but um, you know, his career away from Portland, not so great. He's shooting thirty eight percent. Uh, from the field you know he's still shooting 37 percent from three but um you know 12 points a game I, I kind of thought crab especially when jeremy lynn got hurt that he was going to be a, a a big featured deal uh for the nets this season but so far he's he's also looking at his you know looking at him his place and trying to trying to find his footing uh, after the nets it's the nuggets and and uh, are in town. This is a again. Their Blazers are on a very long, you know, six-game homestand, and the Nuggets. And then you have Jokic uh, versus Nurkic, which is always fun. Well, the one time it's happened <laughs> since the trade, it's been fun. I imagine it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and then the, to wrap up the road, the homestand, the Blazers play the 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 amazing emergent Orlando Magic. One of my favorite stories of the East if not my very favorite, is that the Magic seem to finally be clicking. Um, Vucci, you know, new Vucci and Aaron Gordon seem to be playing really well off each other. They're both shooting a ton of threes, which I love, and Fournier is just getting bucket after bucket. So uh, that's what's left for the Blazers and the Hopes. They had a lot of games, and they're, you know, I'd say winnable, but all very tough. Um, it's going to be a fun 
a fun home game, a fun homestand. I'm going to have to go to some of those. I'll probably go to the Magic. Oh, that sounds good to me. Some around-the-league highlights. James Harden last night, a career-high 56 points, and the Houston beat beat the Jazz 137-110. to 110. 56 points and 13 assists. Um, in case the points just just weren't enough, just has to get 13 assists with it. 19 for 25 from the field, from the field. And the the Rockets are they're eight and three, and Chris Paul is still hurt. Um, so you know he can obviously take his time, get back to full strength, uh, because the Rockets are kind of cruising without him. Harden career high 56. Does it kind of seem like his career high would be higher than that? If I if you didn't know and I asked you what's James Harden's career high. I think I would blurt out 62, 61. I don't know. But still not bad. <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh, what a weird way to say, to react to that. Uh, Porzingis also had a monster game. 40 points, 8 rebounds, 6 blocks on 15 for 24. Um, just incredible. When we're looking around the league, you know, if you look at the young the young players that are really exciting. You have like Porzingis, uh, Giannis, um, Ben Simmons. And it, it's a lot of uh, heavy international flavor, a lot of just like huge athletic guys that can do everything. And it, it kind of makes you wonder, uh, you know, if LeBron is the, is the, is the greatest player in the game. Um, but you know, there's going to be a point I think soon where the best player in the game isn't an American player and, and won't be for maybe won't be for a while, uh, which is kind of an interesting thing. I don't think that's ever been the case before. Certainly nobody comes to mind. Uh, so uh, an interesting way to measure the success of the league in that, you know, in a few years or maybe sooner, you know, the, the, the best several players in the league, might not be American. Oh, how's that for a top of the mind thought? Uh, we got some reader mail that I wanted to make sure to get to. Um, lobster, famous lobster roll, uh, NBA writer. Anand Pandian wrote in an email uh, to let us lobsters know that Burger King has added a burger with a uh, fried egg on top, which I can't believe I didn't know about this. Um, I can't believe it took so long. You know when an idea is so simple and so doable that you can't believe you haven't seen it? Like, I've seen an egg on a burger. I've gotten eggs on burgers. That's a very strong restaurant burger take, but it never occurred to me to do it at a fast food place, especially if you're already doing breakfast. You got the egg or the egg-like um, disc. <laughs> the egg, you got your egg-like disc. Why not put that on a burger like burger? Just brilliant. It's one of those ideas that's so good and so simple. You just can't believe it's just been right there the entire time. And it took this long to get to it. November 2017. Absolutely incredible. We like to end on a high note. That's it for this episode of Locked On Blazers. Talk to you soon. Thank you.